For more sports history. The Cincinnati Reds faced the Oakland A's at Oakland Alameda County Coliseum for Game 5 of the 1972 World Series on October 20th. The A's led the best of seven series, three games to one. And this is the NBC radio broadcast of Game 5, featuring announcers Jim Simpson and Al Michaels. Well, a gentleman to my right, with whom I have worked in support Japan and on the World Series, is the voice of the Cincinnati Reds. And his team is down three games to one, and obviously he's got some thoughts about that. Here's Al Michaels. Thank you, Jim, and hi, everybody. And, of course, the Reds have their backs to the wall today. They need a win today and then uh, a win tomorrow if we go back to Cincinnati and a win again on Sunday in Game 7 to take it all. And they'd become one of the few teams in World Series history to do it if they could come back with three games to one deficit. Just to review what's happened in the World Series so far, Saturday, Game 1 at Cincinnati, Gene Tennis hit two home runs to account for all the scoring. Ken Holtzman, Raleigh Fingers, and Vida Blue held the Reds to a pair of runs, and the A's won Game 1, 3-2, to two, with Holtzman getting the win, Gary Nolan taking the loss. Then, on Sunday, today belonged in good measure to Catfish Hunter and Joe Rudy, as the A's made it two in a row at Riverfront Stadium, beating the Reds 2-1. to one. Rudy hit a home run, which was the deciding run. It came in the third inning. Hunter, meanwhile, pitched eight shutout innings, gave up a run in the ninth inning, and then Raleigh Fingers came on to get the save. Final score was Oakland 2, Cincinnati 1. Monday was a scheduled off day. Tuesday, of course, game three was scheduled, and we were right up till game time when it started to rain. The game was postponed because of wet grounds, and game three was played on Wednesday night, and the Reds picked up their only victory in the World Series, scoring a run in the seventh inning, and back of Jack Billingham and Clay Carroll, the Reds blanked the A's one to nothing. Blue Moon Odom was the losing pitcher. Then yesterday, game number four, last night, and the A's, with two runs in the ninth inning, came from behind to beat the Reds three to two, and they did it with one out, bases empty, Gonzalo Marquez came up, single to center, Gene Tennis single to left, then two pinch hitters, Don Mincher and Angel Mangrell, came up and each on the first pitch singled, Mincher tying the game, Mangrell winning the game, and the A's had a dramatic 3-2 victory. Today would have been Gary Nolan's turn for the Reds, except Gary has been bothered through the latter part of the season with a sore shoulder and arm, and so Nolan cannot make it to the post today. Gary is finished for the 1972 season. He will not pitch again in the World Series, and the next time Nolan will pitch will be in Florida in the spring of 1973. So instead of risking it with Gary Nolan, who is unable to make it, and instead of going with Ross Grimsley, who could conceivably pitch today, Sparky Anderson has called on right-hander Jim McLaughlin. If he is like anybody else on the red staff, he is probably closer to Jack Billingham than any other pitcher. He's a sinker ball pitcher. He's got a good slider. He needs good control, and he needs to keep the ball down like Billingham must. And, of course, Billingham gave a prime example of what he is like at his very best on Wednesday. It was Billingham who went eight innings. Clay Carroll picked up in the ninth inning, and Jack got the win as the Reds beat the A's one to nothing. So McLaughlin is that type of pitcher. 
He is what you might call sneaky fast or deceptively fast. He is not really a strikeout pitcher. In the average role, maybe six every nine innings. But of those six, four or five are usually called third strikes. So he is deceptively fast. And, of course, the Reds are hoping that he's at his best or close to his best today and can work long enough so that uh, even if he's only able to go five or six, Pedro Bourbon, Clay Carroll, and Tommy Hall are ready to pick up at a moment's notice. Meanwhile, the Reds are taking a look at Catfish Hunter. They saw enough of Hunter on Sunday, I think, and uh, are hoping that the experience gained from looking at Hunter, watching him for almost the entire game on Sunday, will pay off today. He is a man that very few of the Reds have faced before, and I know some remarks were made by the Reds that they were not impressed with his stuff that much, but we'll see what happens today now that the Reds have had a chance to take a look at Catfish Hunter. If we go to a sixteen, it'll be played tomorrow afternoon at 1 o'clock Eastern Daylight Time at Riverfront Stadium in Cincinnati. Ross Grimsley will pitch for the Reds, and Dick Williams has announced that if there is a sixteen, Fight Up Blue will get the start tomorrow for Oakland. If the Reds win today and win tomorrow, we then go to a seventh game, which will be played Sunday at Riverfront Stadium. Again, game time, 1 o'clock Eastern Daylight Time. Jack Billingham would start on Sunday in Game 7 for the Reds. It would be Blue Moon Odom for the A's. So far, the series dominated by pitching, dominated by really a lack of hitting on the part of both clubs. As we look at the stats, the Reds have averaged a run and a half and six hits for each of the four games. The A's, meanwhile, slightly better. They've averaged two runs a game. So the Reds have held the A's to eight runs in four games. You find themselves down three games to one in the World Series. The Reds have been introduced, and they are now set to introduce the Oakland A's with Dick Williams, the manager, taking his place along the third base line. The World Series sold out in Oakland, and I know, Jim, there was some conjecture when the A's beat the Tigers in the American League playoffs. A lot of people were wondering if they would sell out in Oakland or would it be an embarrassing situation with maybe 40,000, but they were sold out before any of the three games started and they did it in a hurry. Well, after underway for a great game of baseball and the obvious attraction the World Series is, but there might be some among those here that would like to say to their children or grandchildren, we sat in on the first professional championship in the history of the San Francisco-Oakland Bay Area. That's right. In the game of baseball, the Giants were in a World Series in 1952, but in the game of professional basketball, professional hockey, professional football, there has never been a major championship in the San Francisco-Oakland area. Oakland can put it off today, Al. Catfish Hunter going for the A's, Jim McLaughlin for the Reds. As far as hitting is concerned in this series, we talked about the lack of it. There have been a couple of individual standouts, however, for the Reds. Tony Perez, the top hitter, through four games, he's seven for 14. And Johnny Bench has had a good series. Bench is five for 14. But the big thing with the Reds, and we've talked about it on each of the broadcasts, the fact that the first three men have been unable to get on with any consistency. And you look at the stats, and that's all you have to look at. Pete Rose, the leadoff hitter, 1 for 15. Joe Morgan is 0 for 13. Bobby 
Bobby Dolan is three for 16. So Bench and Perez have delivered, but there's been nobody on base when they have. So the A's, their leading hitter in the series, average-wise, would be Dick Green, who is four for 11. Joe Rudy has the most hits. He's five for 15. Gene Tennis, of course, has four hits, and three of them have been home runs. He hit only five during the regular season. He has three in the World Series, two on Saturday in game one, and one yesterday to give the A's a one to nothing lead. Right now, the Oakland Symphony Orchestra, located behind second base, and the national anthem. Thank you. 
First ball being thrown out, back of the A's dugout now by the president of the American League, Joe Cronin. The lineup for the A's, Bert Campanaris at shortstop, leading off. Matty Alou in right field. Joe Reedy in left field, hitting third. Mike Epstein at first base. Sal Bando at third base. George Hendrick in center, batting sixth. The catcher, Gene Tennis. Dick Green at second. Right-hander Jim Catfish Hunter pitching. Bob Engel of the National League is the plate umpire. Bill Haller of the American at first. Chris Pelicudis of the National at second. Jim Honachek of the American League at third. Mel Steiner, National, down the left field line. Frank Dumont, American, on the right field line. The Oakland A's take the field. Things, why not try something with a sure payoff? United States Savings Bonds. You can buy bonds right now through the payroll savings plan. It's easy, it's painless, and it's sure. A few dollars out of each paycheck soon adds up to a lot, and along with your nest egg, you'll collect peace of mind. Start buying U.S. Savings Bonds now. Join payroll savings. Catfish Hunters. Crafty. Fellow who won 21 games this year, 21 and 7 with the A's. Their big winner making his way to the mound. Seems to pitch well when the pressure is on, and certainly it's on today. He's got a chance to nail down the world championship for the Oakland A's as they try to win it in five. And they'll try to keep the Reds, the first three, especially off the base pass. And under Holtzman, Blue, Fingers, and the rest, Blue Moon Odom, they've done it all series long. But the Reds with different ideas, trying to bounce back, trying to in the World Series back to Cincinnati for a sixth game tomorrow. Hunter against McLaughlin, and for the play-by-play at the start of today's fifth game of the World Series, Jim Simpson. Thanks, Al. Hunter, the second game, worked eight and two-thirds innings, only gave up one run, six hits, struck out six, and lost three. In the playoffs against Detroit, he started both the first and fourth games, got no decisions, at 15 and a third innings pitch, allowed only two runs, ten hits, and a 1.17 earned run average. So just a little bit more than a run in two games against Detroit and the one against Cincinnati on the average. He rolls, prepares to stand in as we pause 10 seconds for station identification. Serving you from Fort Clayton and Fort Davis, this is SCN Radio at 790 and 1420. Tim Simpson with Al Michaels back in Oakland, top of the first. Fifth game of the series, Rose batting left-handed against the right-handed Hunters as the only hit among the Rose, Morgan, Jordan trio, the top three in the Reds' batting order when they met last Sunday. Catfish Hunters swings on the first pitch. Rose does, then to lose deep. The right field is looking up, and it is a home run. One to nothing, Cincinnati. Well, as Al told you, both this year... And Marquez last night swung on the first pitch to win the ball game in the last of the ninth inning. And Al Rose starts off swinging on the first pitch and hitting a home run. That's a key, uh, of course, it's a key thing to hit the first pitch of the game for a home run, but especially so, Jim, because the Reds were a very down ball club last night and this morning. Very down. 
Joe Morgan, 0 for 13, steps in, and there's the strike. Ron Spahn used to have a saying that applies to Captain Hunter. That is, the plate is 17 inches wide, 15 inches belongs to the hitter. I'll take the inch on either side. Breaking pitch is right back to Captain Hunter, who throws him off. That'll bring up Bobby Tolan, whose double last night drove in the only two runs that Cincinnati has. Pete Rose has just scored his first run, driven in his first run of the series. Morgan has only scored one run, driven in none. He led the majors in runs scored and walked. And Tolan hasn't scored at all yet, but did drive in two last night. One to nothing on the Rose home run. Catfish Hunter on the mound, one of the great competitors in the game of baseball. That's the American League in percentage of wins, 75% of the games he won. Nolan left hand stands in, Bandles in on the grass, breaking pitch, misses on the outside corner. Hunter has a fine fastball, but if you want to talk about his pitching, it is controlled. He nips the corner, ready back with the fastball, swing and a miss. I told him it's one ball, one strike. Started out, Bobby, with the breaking pitch, but Smith came back with the fastball. One ball, one strike. Captain just doesn't like the ball in the middle of the plate, but he got it in the middle of the plate to Pete Rose, and he hit it out of here. Popped up by Tolan. Cabanera's in green. Cabanera says he's got it at the edge of the grass and draws for the second out. So Rose started things with a long home run, but Morgan and Tolan have drawn weakly, bouncing to the pitcher and popping to the shortstop. And that'll bring up Johnny Bench, again with nobody on. Bench has no RBIs. He led the majors in RBIs. No home runs. He led the majors in home runs. Has five hits, but has been forced to lead off an inning eight times in the previous four games. After Gunner throws in the breaking pitch, he's got the outside corner. Strike one. Bench looking. Tony Perez dealing on deck. A's win it today. It's all over. Cincinnati would love to go back to Cincinnati for game six tomorrow. Fastball just misses on the outside corner. It's one ball, one strike. The Reds were saying that Hunter did not overwhelm them, but Hunter is not an overwhelming pitcher. He is a competitor, and he hits the edges of the plate. Comes back, and there's one foul back over the screen. Back to home plate. One ball, two strikes. Not a hot day in Oakland at all, nor is it chilly. Temperature in below 60. It is overcast. The lights have been on for some time. This was scheduled an off day, but the rain out on Tuesday... And that's what we had to play today. Back with the breaking pitch, and Bench goes down swinging. One run on the Rose home run. That was the only hit, no errors, and none left. As we go to the last of the first, Cincinnati one and Oakland nothing. Ah, no score. This machine's fixed. Listen to your conscience. You'd better retire from gambling. If you get off my shoulder, I could get better English on a pinball. You can't retire unless you re-enlist. Oh, stop bugging me. Now, who wants to retire or re-enlist anyway? Listen, pal, there is no civilian fine institution or company that can equal service retirement. I'm young. I can make it. Civilians retire at 65 if they're lucky. That's their gamble. You can retire at 38. Even work on the outside while getting retirement pay. Come on, baby. Score. Score. <laughs> you lost. You tilt it. Okay, smart guy. How would you play the game? To win. Re-enlist. Uh, 
Simpson at the Oakland Coliseum, Game 5 of the 1972 World Series. Reds leading 1-0. Pete Rose is the first pitch of the game over the right center field fence for a home run. But then Catfish Hunter got Morgan on a check swing grounder back to the mound. Bobby Tolan popped out. Hunter then struck out fence. And now Jim McLaughlin goes to work on Campanera, Jalou, and Rudy. And here's Jim.
and do you know who gets all that mail? Nobody. I run the dead letter office. 32 million pieces of mail going nowhere. Personal letters, Christmas cards, Mother's Day cards, money too. Mail that will be missed. Why does it end up at the dead letter office? Because the address is wrong or illegible. And no return address inside or out. Tomorrow, always include your return address. Then if we can't deliver your mail, we can at least send it back. And always include zip code. Then we're sure to deliver it to the right city and post office the best way. Return address and zip code. They could put the dead letter office out of business. Remember, mail moves the country, and zip code moves the mail. Honor to Rosota Perez, who leads everybody and hits the mystery. 7 for 14, hitting 500. Big, intimidating right handed batter. On her right-handed pitcher throws, and there's a drive down the line in left field. It may make it in the corner. It is bouncing off the wall. Rudy's there, picks it up. Perez is on his way to second. Rudy drops the ball, and into second base goes Perez. No ball hitting. A double for Tony Perez. I didn't even have the chance to say that on Sunday in Cincinnati, Perez intimidated Hunter. He was two for three plus a walk and scored the only one scored against Captain Hunter. One to nothing in this game, and now Minky is the batter. He is looked down to Alex Bramlett, the coach of third base. George Sugar is the red coach over at first. Red's trying to get back in the series. They lead one to nothing, and they've got a man on here, and that breaking pitch just misses the corner outside. Hunter, known for his control, has made a couple of pitches today that the Reds have jumped all over. Rowe is hitting his first pitch for a home run in the first, and Perez... Pulling it sharply down the left field line in the third. Back again. This miss pitch is outside. He has not hit the corner. And it is 2-0. Oh. As quick as Marky Anderson might be to go to the bullpen today, manager Dick Williams might be the same. They don't want to go back to Cincinnati. Hunter looks back at Perez, the runner, and is ready and throws, and there's a swinging strike. He lost one strike. Now, Mankey can hurt you with the long ball on occasion. Hunter has been working in strictly to the outside corner. He missed twice, and that swing strike was on the outside corner of the plate. Hunter ready? Throws, and there's the bunt up the middle. They'll go to first base as he took a look at third, and the sacrifice works. As Perez moves into third base. might have had the man, perhaps, at third base and went for the sure out. Geronimo, getting 091, and now Bando's coming on to say something to Hunter, and the infield is talking among themselves. Geronimo, 1 for 11, 1 RBI in the series. Left-handed batter. Reds expect great things of this youngster. Part of that big Houston-Cincinnati trade that worked out so well to both teams. And those are on the grass. Geronimo says, swinging at a breaking pitch. Strike one. 
ball game to lead off home run on the top of the first by Pete Rose. Only his second hit of the series. And the first time he scored a run or driven in a run. Out of looking into his catcher, Gene Tennant. Now stares over at Perez at third base. And now throws it, backing it out of there. Fastball, high and inside. It's one ball, one strike. Geronimo, who's one base hit. Scored a run, also hit a vicious line drive. Pulling it to right over in Cincinnati, but they nevertheless play him around to the left to hit to the opposite field. On her back, and there's the ball popped up down the left field line. Over comes Rudy, still running. In foul territory, has it for us left, and now they're two out as Perez does not challenge the arm of Rudy. And that'll bring up Daryl Feeney. King all for six in the series. Switch hitter, bats left hand of the floor against the right hand of Hunter. Ando is signaling in to Williams in the dugout to see how they're going to play. And this is the way they're going to play. They're going to put Daryl Cheney on and get to the pitcher McLaughlin. It has been a month since McLaughlin has batted in the ballgame. Not a bad hitter for a pitcher, 126 lifetime. Has had three lifetime home runs. It's all three now to Daryl Cheney. Perez over there at third base. Sambo standing right alongside of him. And now ball four. Cheney takes first with two out. Runners at the corners. And here comes the pitcher, Jim McLaughlin. Now tennis, Bando, and Hunter. And you will find that the A's infield confers quite a bit. They have all kinds of plays, all kinds of contingencies, and they never let anybody just remember what they're supposed to do. They always get together and decide what it is they're going to do. Sidney Lawson, for example, tried to squeeze home the run and reach base safely that way. McLaughlin, right-handed batter, right-handed pitcher, he's in and ready. One to nothing the Reds were in the top of the second. The crowd rather quiet here. The Reds are threatening again, and there's a breaking pitch into center field. Hedrick coming on fast, still coming, and he gets there and hits it on the dead run. No runs on, one hit, no errors, and two on the left. He can hold out to the last of the second inning, and it it's still Cincinnati 1 and Oakland nothing. On the early frontier, distances were great, winters were long, and you could count on your neighbors to help you. Today things are different, and when you need help, where is the neighbor you can really count on? Who pitches in when there's a catastrophe? Who gets the word to a young serviceman that his daughter has just been born? Who makes sure there's blood when it's needed? Who teaches blind kids to swim? Who does all those things that most other folks never seem to have time for? Well, there's one neighbor close by, your Red Cross volunteer. Now, maybe you haven't got a lot of hours to give to the American Red Cross every month, but think, where do you fit in, neighbor? Okay, here. 
with Jim Simpson. Al Michaels of the Oakland Coliseum. Reds on top. One to nothing. And Jim McLaughlin, who made the last out in the second. Catfish Hunter working out of trouble. Gets set to face Epstein, Bando, and Hendrick in the bottom of the second inning. Here again is Jim. Mike Epstein has been over for 10 in the series. He's walked in a dive. Left-handed batter dropped down in the batting order last night. Against the left-handed Don Gullis. Now again batting cleanup the spot normally used by Reggie Jackson. The fine slugging center fielder of the A's who was injured in the final game of the playoffs and is out of the series. That's been ready and he gets a breaking pitch down low. Ball one. Bob Engel, you know everybody has things that they like to remember in their careers and their life. Bob Engel as a National League is working his first World Series game calling balls and strikes in his career. Down low with the pitch, gets 2-0. So Bob Engel will remember this day. October the 20th, 1972. One to nothing to score. That's deep in the batter's box. Looks over the pitches a little bit more than most power players and he looked at that one and it just big stay outside. Three and all to Epstein. Epstein looks down to north. He has a lot of power. Led the A's in home runs. Now, fastball, it is too low. McLaughlin misses down low. So we're talking about when you've been on the bench for a long time, the ball is the hardest thing to get back. McLaughlin had it in the first. Walked Epstein on four pitches. And now Salabando. Team captain, 3 for 15 in the series, and two of those hits last night. That's it. Reds lead it by a run. Rose's home run. The 11th man in World Series history to lead off a game of the home run. The last man to do it was Tommy Agee of the Mets three years ago. Down low and out of the strike zone. Low and away. And that's five straight pitches. And good leave. Pedro Bourbon. The sinking fastball pitcher. Starts to warm up. A lot of people have the reputation of being the quickest hook in the upper Midwest, the quickest hook in the South Sparky Anderson will use that hook pretty good today. The Yankees could really get some any kind of control problems. Drive the center field. Bobby Cohen going back toward the warning track. Backs up his clear now and has it. And Epstein was nearly at second base and must pop back to first. Long drive by Sal Bando. And that will bring up George Hendricks. One for 13, Hendricks, the 23-year-old youngster, has scored twice. He's in center field because Reggie Jackson is injured, and he'll get a hand because of the fine job he did with Dean out and the runners of first and third running when he raced to take the Brooklyn sinking line drive to end the second inning. One to nothing to risk, one out. Epstein to first base, Perez holding him off. The pitch to Hendricks is strike at the knees. Again, then looks into the manager Dick Williams. He's right on the top step of that dugout. Head and shoulders protruding out beyond the dugout roof. McLaughlin ready. Throws. Breaking pitch. Away and low. One ball, one strike. Morbon continues to walk. And the Cincinnati bullpen. And now the A's fans come alive a little bit. Their team is down one to nothing. As the scoreboard begins to say, go, go, go. McLaughlin is ready for the 1-1 pitch fastball. It hits about two feet in front of the plate and bounced up to Johnny Bench. 
Three balls, one strike. Laughlin takes some of the dirt out of his spike. Yanks on his sleeve, wipes his hand, steps on and looks in the bench. Balls one strike. Epstein not particularly fast, but nevertheless they check him over there at first base with a throw to Perez, and Mike was only a few feet off the bat. Lee Hendricks swung around to the right field to the opposite field. Here's the pitch, and he hits to the opposite field. Down the right field line, over him to Alamo. And it's near the line and foul by about five or six feet. Alamo never got to it, but Hendricks laced that ball the opposite way. Balls, two strikes to George Hendricks. Dean Tennis, who has hit three home runs for this World Series, he's on deck. Two and two, McLaughlin's going in. Bourbon continuing to work in the bullpen. McLaughlin now ready. Fastball down the middle. It is knocked up the first base line. McLaughlin comes over, goes to first base, and loses the ball. Cincinnati, the tying run for the A's down at second base with one out. There is the possibility of the double play, and the Reds are looking for it. McLaughlin looks in, throws the tennis, it's high, early up in the eye. One ball. Tennis, right-handed batter, leans out over the plate. McLaughlin ready, throws, tying away, and it's 2-0 to tennis. Nick Green on deck as Dennis Linky dashes into McLaughlin. Jim McLaughlin's problem, you could almost anticipate. Perhaps he'll get out of this. Perhaps he'll go all the way. But he has not started a game in nearly a month. He's only pitched one inning in nearly a month. And control is something you just don't have every day, even when you pitch in regular rotation. Two and McLaughlin is ready. Goes long Rolls went to the wall, but it was long gone. 
And the A's, you can wrap it up today, lead three to one. And here is Dick Green with one out. The Dolphin throws is popped up behind home plate. Bench takes off his mask but doesn't give chase as it falls in the seat. Tennis hit five home runs all year long. That's his fourth of this World Series. And he won his way into the lineup with his bat. Dave Duncan on the bench is the finer fielding catcher. Curveball misses inside the green. One ball, one strike. Paper has been thrown up and is fluttering down for many portions of the stand. The A's field, perhaps not rightly so, at least the fans do it all over. Ground ball, Mikey backhand to the third base, goes on over the first and that's the second out. And that'll bring up Jim Catfish Hunter, who now comes up with a two-run lead. And in his last 13 games, Hunter has hit safely in 11 of those 13 and carries a 226 lifetime batting average. In the second game of the World Series, he drove in the first run of the ball game with a base hit. So they respect Hunter and play him to pull a little bit, nearly straight away, but shaded ever so slightly toward the left. Breaking pitch catches the outside corner. Dean Tennant has tied a World Series home run for four home runs in the series. Breaking up the, the other three. Breaking pitch catches the inside corner. The other three, in 1926, Babe Ruth. In 1948, Lou Gehrig. In 1952, Duke Snyder. Snyder did it again. And then half hour, 1958. Hunter strikes out. But the A's get a hand as they leave the field. Three-run score on two base hits, including the towering home run of Dean Tennant. No errors and none left. And at the end of two, Oakland three, Cincinnati one. Black is beautiful. It takes a lot of people. So it's red. And brown. It takes a lot of people. And white. It takes every color. Earn run average, third best in the American League of 
and has allowed only a little bit better than a run in each of the two playoff games against Detroit and in the first World Series game that he pitched. Rose leading off. Here's Morgan, who is over 14 in the series. He's in there, and he pops this one up to short center field. Capitaris and Green are back. Green takes it, and this one up. Repeat again that Dean Tennis, who says Al was talking about the possibilities of being the most viable player. You never know what's going to happen in the World Series, but at least Al, he's got his name on the record books. And when you scan down the four home runs of the series and see names like Ruth, Garrick, Snyder, and Bauer, Tennis is going to have a pretty good winner and a pretty good life. Here's Dolan popped out. The Campanaris, that shortstop, back in the first, swings on the first pitch. And that's the best-looking runner fastball we've seen. He blew that right by Tolan. Strike one to Bobby Tolan. Three to one to score. We're at the top of the third. The A's lead it. If they win today, the series is all over. Ready with the pitch. And took something off first. And again, Tolan now puts it. And it's two strikes. Now shining brightly here in Oakland. One of the rare times it has. This is the drive to left field. Back goes Rudy to the warning track, standing on the warning track, and leaps up. Oh, a long drive to the opposite field by Bobby Coleman on a one-two pitch. That ball that he just didn't get all the way around. Ron, we pause 30 seconds for station identification. Every Sunday Manager Dick Williams saw that fastball, told him not completely to get around on, go far to left field. He got his bullpen working. Now the batter is Johnny Bench, and he's up with a man on base. That's been a rarity in this series for Johnny Bench. He's got Rose at first with two outs. Bob Locker and Dave Hamilton are warming up in the A's bullpen. Hamilton, the left-hander, Locker, the right-hander. Three to one, the score. Hunter misses with a fastball outside, and it is quickly two and nothing to Johnny Bench. The outstanding thing about Captain Shutter is his control. He hasn't walked anybody except the one man intentionally, but he's gotten too many good pitches over the plate. Now he took something off the breaking pitch, and that's a strike right down the middle. But even that strike with the breaking pitch, that's not where Captain likes to put the ball. He wants that outside or inside inch of the 17-inch plate, not down the middle as that breaking pitch was. Two balls, one strike. Rose again leading off at first base. Epstein holding him there, and there's the ball. Hendrick got a little throw break on it. Campanaris goes out, and Campanaris takes it over and passes the third out. Hendrick was left good at practically in center field. It was also just the bench. A run, one hit, no errors, and Rose left at first base. We go to the last of the third, and it is Oakland 3, Cincinnati 1. Follow the rugged road. Follow the rugged road. They're a breaking camp and leaving for the wild when is a calling. Follow the rugged road. River ends between two hills. Follow the rugged road. There's another river flowing on the other side. Follow the rugged road. Follow the rugged road. Follow the rugged road. Oh, the stops are there waiting, there are leaving some to ride. Follow the rugged road. Follow the rugged road. 
Why don't you find out how scouting rounds the guy out? Join the Boy Scouts and have the fun of your life. Andy Caballero's in the third inning. Down the back of the club from the picture of the first. And Camp is now 3 for 16 in the series. Hasn't scored a run. He's the man that makes the offense go, but nobody's had an offense going in this series. All of it low scored one run ball game. Marky Anderson said last night, he could have bet me that we'd score just six runs in four games. I can't believe it. Again, Mankey moves it on the grass to third base. Campanaris, right-handed batter, ready. He gets a glitch as he swings at it. That is the strike. Campanaris will be suspended for the first week of next season because of the bat throwing incident in the playoffs. Another breaking pitch. Mankey backhands it. It is a foul ball. Ball was not sharply hit. Mankey did a good job to get his glove on the ball and would have been able to throw him out, but it was just to toss the foul off. McLaughlin quickly ahead of Campanaris, 0-2. Now McLaughlin ready and throws the fastball. Misses on the inside. On ball, two strikes. Well, this is the prettiest day that we have had since flying to Oakland, California, Sunday afternoon. Play much of the week. There's a curve strike three call to Capanero. Second strikeout for McLaughlin. Matty Lou, one for 14 in the series, comes up. Reds lead it by two in the last of the third. Lou, the left-handed batter, has everybody expecting him to hit the other way. Lou beats out a lot of ground balls, bunts his way on, watches the pitch go low for ball one. Now, Lou and Maxwell were incalculable in their age to the rest of the A's because they've been with the Cardinals and in Cincinnati. They were able to tell us about how to play the infield. Drive to right field. Over goes Geronimo to his right. Now has to come in, tennis off steps and has it for the second hour to the open third. That'll bring up Joel Rudy. Rudy struck out of the swinging of the McLaughlin curveball to end the first inning. He's a Californian from the Desto, 5 to 16 now in the third. By Jeff Dean swinging the bat on deck. Rudy with his 181 hits that the American League in the strike shortened season just concluded. McLaughlin. Fastball and flying the other way down the right field foul line, and that's serving foul. Rudy did the same thing back in the uh, first inning. Poland had been playing him in left center field. And after they saw a line drive go down the right field line, Poland quickly switched over to right center field. He's starting out Rudy right there. That's what they've been playing except for that couple of strikes in the uh, first inning. Everybody's been playing him to hit to right. Poland was moved to right back in the first. Whoops, he is hit by a fastball. Gotten out of the way of that one. Rudy was on him so fast it just hit him up above the ribcage. And again, the lack of work is showing in uh, McLaughlin. Back in the second inning, he walked Epstein on four pitches and made two good of hits to Dean Tennant. He had a three run home run, and that's the game three to one. Now here's Epstein. Mike looked over everything in the second inning and let off with that walk as McLaughlin missed on those four straight pitches. Now, the Cincinnati bullpen again begins to get busy. 
the outs in the third. Man on. Epstein waits and does not throw around. On a pitch, and now they're calling for the field play. Down to Jim Honestick at third base. And he says, nope, he didn't go around that ball one. Then quickly pointed with his left hand down to Honestick at third base. One ball, no strike to Mike Epstein. He went to the University of California. Tried to pull back there before he became a minor league player of the year. And then on to Baltimore and Washington and then Oakland. After the fastball, it is too low to Epstein. 2-0. Epstein is a great student of the kind of hitting that Ted Williams likes to talk about. Find out that pitcher's best pitch of the day and key off of it. Epstein looks over a lot of pitches trying to key more than most big sluggers, as he said before. Back with the fastball, it gets away from Bench, but Rudy's going nowhere as Johnny quickly counters on it. But it is 3-0, and Epstein has been up there now twice in this ball game and has seen seven pitches out of the strike zone. Looking down to see with two out, if he's got the red lights to wail away, he is a left-handed hitter. Rudy is on. There are two outs. McLaughlin has to come in with the pitch. And then with the fastball, he's swinging and drowns it to Perez, hitting on the 3-0 count. No runs, no hits, no errors, and Rudy left on base. At the end of three, Cincinnati leads the rather trails open, 3-1. The choice is yours. One run, three hits, and no errors. All the scoring accounted for on homers. Rose with the bases empty for the Reds. Tennis, a three-run homer for the A's. Rose the batter swings at a breaking pitch, strike one. Tony has more hits than anybody else in the series. He's eight for 15, and he is three for four, plus a walk against Catfish Hunter in the two games. Perez hit the home run in the 1966 All-Star Game off Hunter that won it for the National League. Well, Hunter throws a breaking pitch outside, and again, that is way outside, and that, again, continues to tell us that Hunter does not have that pinpoint control that he's known for. One ball, one strike. In fact, with something off the breaking pitch, it's down low, and it's two and one. Dave Hamilton and Bob Locker were up and throwing back in the third inning. Nobody's throwing there now. Two balls, one strike to Perez. back. Throws the fastball. Grab it for Kappen has the trip up. Takes it on the third out. Guns at the first base and Perez is out. Dennis Minky up for the second time. He sacrificed Perez over to third base back in the second inning. 
Mike has shown us some fielding at third base in this series. He's been a fine fielding third baseman. And he saw some fielding when Joe Rudy in the Sunday game robbed him of an extra base hit with a leaping grab in Cincinnati to save the ball game in the last of the ninth inning. On her back, and there's a drive. Left field, back goes Rudy. After all, looking up, it's gone, and it's three to two. All one coming on home runs, and Mackey has hit one here for Cincinnati. Mackey hit nine during the regular season, and then he's had his problems in the World Series, one for 13, plus a sacrifice in the second inning, and out it goes. And all of the runs in the game are counted for on homers. Rose and now Mackey with the bases empty for the Reds. Tennis for the A's. Jim, the Reds in game five of the playoffs were down three to one to Pittsburgh and came from behind to win the game. So they'll have to do it again with their backs to the wall in the series during game five. Geronimo fouled out to Rudy. That open bullpen is busy again. First pitch is outside. Well, we expected to see lack of control from Jim McLaughlin because he hasn't pitched. Hunter is the man that you expect to see good control. His pitches have been too fine and they're picking on him. And hit a couple of home runs. There's a breaking pitch. Geronimo swings and misses on, and it's one ball, one strike. One and one. Hamilton left-hander. Locker right-hander throwing in the open bullpen, and there's a fastball that's foul off the mask of Gene Tennis. Hit one ball, two strikes. Oakland now leads by a single run. But what's new? All of the games prior to this have been won by a single run. Three to two. Two to one. One to nothing, and three to two. On ball, two strikes. Geronimo left-hander deep in the box. Wade takes something off this pitch, and it's fouled off to the left. Geronimo scarcely got his bat out there and just punched the foul to the left. Still one ball, two strikes. One out in the Cincinnati fourth. On a ready to throw again, and there's a breaking pitch, but it's high and away, and it's two and two. Tennis hit a three-run homer, and you couldn't hear yourself think. On the home run by Rose and Menke, Oakland Coliseum was absolutely quiet, as you would expect. On the back of Pucci, throws the fastball and foul back. Still, two balls, two strikes, the young Cesar Geronimo, who has had one hit in 12 times at bat in the World Series. Darrell Chaney, the switch hitting shortstop, is on deck. Well, the Reds are hanging in there, a trail by run, and there's a drive that is just foul. It was right on the line until about a foot before the third base bag, and then skipped foul, and Jim Honnick's third base umpire quickly called it foul. Honnick with a new baseball, looks into Tennis's catcher. And it's fouled again to the screen, and we've got the same old count. Two balls, two strikes. Rose homered in the first to make it one to nothing. In the second, after Epstein walked and Hendrick was on with an infield hit, Tennis hit his fourth World Series home run to make it three to one. And this, the Cincinnati fourth, Mankey is just homered to make it three to two open. Back with the pitch, it's a breaking pitch, and it's fouled off to the left again as Geronimo continues to battle Jim Catfish Hunter. is out in Oakland. The lights that were turned on an hour before the game began remain on. On her back, and this is in on the hands of the breaking pitch, and he might have killed somebody in that Cincinnati dugout. 
Way out in front of a breaking pitching on his hands and just pulled a towel into the Cincinnati dugout and his teammates are waving their red caps at him. Usually they get white towels and wave those. Geronimo continues to guard that plate. Hunter ready to throw again and throws the fastball and guess what? It's fouled off again. Still three and two. With the bases empty and one out of the Cincinnati Fort. I'd like to welcome all of you who are listening in Europe, South America, all the ships to sea, the Far East, Japan. Two pitch, fastball, and he fouls it to the street again. Well, it was a short ball game until Cesar Geronimo stepped in. He and Hunter Presley are making it a long ball game. Hunter now ready to get another new ball and take something off this one, and it's fouled off to the left. And pretty soon, Alan Roth, our statistician, will send over a little piece of paper that will say he has fouled off more pitches than anybody else in World Series history. That might be the only statistic that Alan Ross doesn't have. <laughs> it is still 2-2. The Geronimo. Ah, he got him looking at a curveball strike three. Guessing the fastball, Geronimo saw the curveball duck in and over the plate. Strikeout number two for Hunter. And now with two out, here is Cheney, who was Perez at third base and one out of the second inning was walked intentionally the last time up. The Reds trail by a run. We're in the top of the fourth at Oakland. The A's lead the series three games to one. They win today, and the 72 baseball season's all over. Hits the fastball straight away center field. Hendricks with his passes down and rather deep. Takes the line drive off the bat at Dale Cheney. One run on the only hit. Menke's first World Series home run. Well, there's none left. We go to the last of the fourth. The A's lead the Reds, 3-2. If you're a high school senior looking forward to college, now's the time to put in your application for a Navy ROTC college scholarship. If you qualify, your tuition and books for four years of college will be paid for by the Navy. You'll be able to choose from top colleges and universities all over the country. And you can take your degree in just about any field you choose. You'll even receive a paycheck every month. When you finish college, you'll move right into one of the most important, exciting jobs in the world today. You'll be an officer in the United States Navy or Marine Corps. The final date for NROTC college scholarship applications is December 1st. So get in touch with your local Navy recruiter right away. Now Michaels with Jim Simpson at the Oakland Coliseum. The A's come up in the bottom of the fourth. It'll be Bando, Hendrick, and Tennis. And this figures to be Jim McLaughlin's last inning. Ted Ulander was out on deck to hit for Max Pacini got the board in the fourth inning. So it figures to be Jim's last inning of work as he tries to hold the A's close. It's three to Oakland, here's Jim Simpson. All right, Al, after empty drill walk of the second, Bando on a 105th drove Holden very deep in center field for his long drive. He's 0 for 1, 3 for 16 in the series. Right-handed batter, the team captain. 
Drop and ready and throws a curveball that gets to the outside corner, strike one. Mando had 16 game-winning RBIs during the regular season, and that led the eight. Strike one, hit the fastball, beat into the ground for third base, but it's foul and will be picked up over there by Menke. Mando, with those 16 game-winning RBIs during the regular season, has no RBIs in the World Series, nor has he scored a run. But there are a lot of people that can point to the same kind of statistics. Owen Sue, and he almost went for a breaking pitch. It was blown away. One ball, two strikes. Mando checked at the last moment. Dowell hit 15 home runs during the regular season. Back again with a fastball that is way outside, and it's two two to Bando. In the open fourth, the Reds trail the A's by run. Three to two open. Lots of sunshine. Outfielders keep pulling with their glasses. This ball again hits in front of the plate and bounces up the bench. This is the first full shot of the ball game we've had by either pitcher. Three balls, two strikes to Sal Bando. He had a 3 0 count to Epstein. He was given the red light and grounded the first base. Lee to pitch is way outside. Bando draws the walk. Give it up by McLaughlin. And that'll bring up Hendrick. And again, that red bullpen gets busy. Hendrick knocked the ball to the left of the mound in the second, and I doubt that McLaughlin could have thrown him out. But as he came up with the ball, the ball slipped out, and Hendrick was given a good base hit. Well, ball is the man throwing again for the rest. Well, Hendrick is now 2 for 14 in the series. Mackey's creeping in, Hendrick squares around the front, it's a breaking pitch, and it's outside, ball one. In games like we've seen through the first four, one run is something to have, but if you can get a two-run ball, you'd be home free, at least the way the games have gone before now. So McLaughlin's doing the breaking pitch as he tried to punt, now he checks to keep Ando, who runs fairly well, close to first base. One another, Hendrick. Mankey begins to creep in again. Here's a pitch, and he misses. Outside and low. Well, one of the rules of thumb, not necessarily always true, if you want to, here comes Sparky Anderson. If you want somebody prepared to punt, he's trying to get the ball up high so he'll pop it up. But Lachlan has been missing all the way, and it's 2 0. That's all 30 seconds for station identification. general election in November, you can prepare yourself. Get both feet on the ground. Find out what each candidate has to offer, his beliefs, and what he advocates for your country. You have the final decision on who will be the next leader of our country. Ask your voting officer about the federal postcard application, which will permit you to register by mail. Do it today. Anderson has done something he really wanted to avoid. He has to bring a new pitcher in, and it's Pedro Bourbon. And the reason he was hoping McLaughlin could get out of the inning was that he was going to hit for him in the fifth. Now the way things stand, 
Lewis Rowan either has to lead off in the fifth inning or Anderson has to use a pinch hitter and then go again to the bullpen. It's probably the Tommy Hall. As Bowen is called on, so he was hoping that Mack could get out of the fourth inning. He went 0-2 on Bando and then walked him, and now McLaughlin goes 2-0 on Hendrick. And has called in for the fourth time in five games. Bowen worked last night. Pitched the eighth inning, gave up a hit, and then in the ninth, retired the first man, and Marquez got a base hit off for Bowen. Pedro was charged with a run, but the winning run was charged to Clay Carroll as he took the loss with the A's coming from behind two of the nine. So Bourbon set to work on Hendrick, two and other count, Jim Simpson. Now this is the third job in the series that a pitcher has been working on a batter and has been taken out before he's completed pitching to that batter. Bourbon, sick of all catches the outside corner with his fastball at the strike. Bourbon, I'm sure you know by now, if you follow the World Series, has the sinking fastball and He's constantly uh, hitting the ball into the dirt if he's right. And he has been right for most most of the series and much of the season. Two and one now, the count. Now throwing around the box, run up the first base line, and it's off the double go ball. They trip over to Morgan, covering as Perez picked it up. And the sacrifice works. Sacrifice fun would be one, to three, four. Now the second goes under, and here comes Dean Pettis. in the first game is going to be put on. He has two home runs within the space of the last 24 hours, last night in the day, and the first base opens. He's going to put him on. A lot of people might forget also in the ninth inning rally by the A's last night as they picked up two runs to win. Tennis had a very important single up the middle in that rally to keep it alive. There's ball three to him. Lando is down at second base. There's one out in the fourth. There's ball four. Oakland leads three to two and looking for more. Dick Green is out on deck. But right there with him is Gonzalo Marquez. And Green is going back. And Marquez is coming on. Marquez is a pitch hitter, has been two for three. With one out in the ninth inning, Marquez started things off with a single up the middle. Later, go to tying run. Marquez, the left-handed hitter. Goes up there to swing the bat. The single he got last night was off the pitcher he faces today, Bourbon. Baseline. Rez was not guarding the line that closely, and the ball stayed past him on the ground, and the runners will have to return. Infield is a double play depth. Thinking they've got an excellent chance with a good thinker ball pitcher, Bourbon, the man working. As the ball hits his shallow center field, Mike Rock in there, it does. Marquez has done it again. 
Hunter, a fine hitting pitcher, is coming up. Hunter one for four in the World Series as an RBI to his credit. And Gonzalo Marquez, who won, and now Alan Lewis races out, and he will run to Marquez and gets an ovation. Marquez is now three for four, all as a pinch hitter, and all in difficult situations. The infield looking into the dugout now. They are in close at the corners at the moment. Still looking for the double play in the middle of Shady and Morgan back up. Perez is holding Alan Lewis. Mankey even with the bag at third. And there's the offensive bump, and they've got Tennis hung up off third base. He is tagged out there, and Tennis pushes away on Mankey. He's down to second base, goes Alan Lewis. Hunter missed the bump, and they caught Tennis off third base. Marquez is the letter. Lewis is down at second base. And it's one strike to Hunter. Order to the score. Six runs in this ball game, and that's the most that have been scored in any ball game, and are not yet half over. Breaking pitch from Bourbon, a curveball. And Hunter looking at it quickly, two strikes. Kenneth really put a head-drop block on Minsky. And Minky tagged him out of third base. Fastball just misses outside. It's one ball, two strikes. Tom Hall is up and throwing in the Cincinnati bullpen. Nobody active in the eighth. They've had Hamilton Walker up throwing on two different occasions. There's a ground ball down the right side, and a dare in the coaching box at first base will take it. So Bobby Brown in 1947, Dusty Rose in 1954, Carl Warwick in 1964. All have three pin ships for the series record. And add Gonzalo Marquez's name to that list. Six drive. Center field. Colton is there in right center field and comes in a few steps and one hands it for the third out. But one run scores on just one base hit. The walk was costly. No errors and one man left. At the end of four, the A is four. The red two. world-famous comedy that delighted audiences in Europe and on Broadway opens at Surfside Theater October 19th. It's the story of three thieves pretending to be ruined Spanish noblemen and of a lady who pretends to believe in their masquerade only to give her nieces something interesting to do. Thieves Carnival will run to the 29th of October with 10 scheduled performances. Admission is free. The reservations is all 856281. Don't miss the Surfside Theater production of Thieves Carnival. At 790 and 1420 in the Canal Zone, this is SCN Radio, an affiliate of the American Forces Radio and Television Service. Second baseman for the A's, Ted Kubiak, and in the bullpen for the Reds, Right-hander Gary Nolan is throwing alongside the left-hander Tom Hall. 
Now, Ted Elander is one for two in the series. In the fifth inning of the Sunday game, he came up batting for Ross Grimsley against Catfish Hunter and lined a double to the opposite field. That's just one for two. That's handed batter, Bando in at third base. Hunter ready and throws the mature ball that stays outside. Ball one to Elander. Four runs on just three hits, but one of them was a three-run home run. No errors for Oakland. Two runs, both on home, and four hits, no errors for Cincinnati. Ball fouled away by Ulander. It's one ball, one strike. And the top of the fifth of what might be the final game of the 1972 World Series. The Reds have come from behind all year long. If they do, we go back to Cincinnati. If they don't, it's all over. One ball, one strike, and a fastball is out of the street. One and two to Ulander. Gary Nolan and Hall continue to warm. Nolan, the scheduled start of the day, Hall indicated, had some trouble with the shoulder, and has often got the call of it very well. Considering that he has not worked much, Harvey hung that one big pitch to Dean Tennant. That misses inside. It is 2-2 to Ulanda. On a right track with a fastball, it's hit foul off to the left. Christie for the Oakland dugout and bounces a few feet in front of Sal Bando who is pursuing it and then up into the stand. Two to the Ted Ulander. Long time member of the Minnesota Twins, then went to Cleveland and then on down to Cincinnati. A rancher out in Texas. She balls two strikes. Plan to hit to the opposite field, and that pitch is too long. The hunter fastball misses low. Three and two. And this is the first time that Hunter has gone all the way on the bat. On a three-two pitch, she throws him a fastball. It's not an Epstein who blocks it, waves off Hunter, and Gulander is out. That'll bring up Pete Rose. Now you wonder if Pete Rose comes up just how good or how bad Hunter will make this first pitch be. First pitch in the first inning, Rose Homer. First pitch in the third inning, Rose lined a single choppy to right field. Switch hitter, eight consecutive years of 300 hitter. He is a good one, batting left-handed against Hunter. Oakland leads it by two at the top of the fifth. Hunter is ready, and Rose is swinging, but this time he misses. Looks like Hunter's just sticking fastball. Rose. What competitors they've got matched up there. Hunter and Rose, two of the best in baseball. Foul out of play, off to the left. Fastball again. The second fastball in a row that Hunter has thrown, Pete Rose. Joe Morgan, hitless in the series. 0 for 15 thus far, swinging about on the check. They're playing Rose around to the left, even though he homered. There's a pitch. Well, Pettis thought he had ball strike three. Just off the corner, says Bob Engel. One ball, two strikes. Harder to say, Hendrick and Rudy are playing Rose around to the left. And yet Rose pulled his home run to right and pulled his single to right. Well, I might have told him that was my fault. He won't pull the ball again. One ball, two strikes. Rose in the curveball just misses the inside. And it's 2-2. Two -two. This is just off the outside corner, and then a curveball just inside. Two and two to Pete Rose, who steps back in. Hunter, 
The crowd at Hertford, North Carolina. One lives there. Throws fastball. Check swing. It's outside. Second straight full count. Hunter's control, despite the fact he's gone to three to two, looks much better in this fifth inning than it has all along. Those pitches that have missed have just been out of the strike zone. They haven't been way outside or way inside or way high or low. Comes back and there's a ground ball. Campanera is back to second base. As it rolls to get the speedy rolls and has him by half a step. Two out of the Cincinnati fifth and Joe Morgan hitless in the series. And he's rounded back to the pitcher and popped up to the second baseman in this game. The A's infield now, since Green was batted for by Marquez, as F. Jr. first, Kubiak at second, Cabanera's at short, Mando third, outfield remains the same. Rudy in left, Henrik in center, Alou in right, Tennis now, flashing the time to Hunter's pitcher. Four to two, Oakland, top of the fifth, Hunter throws a curveball outside. Now Tennis goes out to talk to Hunter. But unlike other innings, when Hunter's had a little problem, They've had men in the bullpen. Apparently the feeling is on the bench here that Catfish has better control now than he had in the early going. And for the Reds, that could mean bad news. Honor ready again. Tennis behind the plate throws the fastball low and inside, and it's 2-0. Epstein guarding the line at first base. Big hole between Epstein and Kubiak. Breaking pitches outside, and it's 2-0. Makes that 3-0. Oregon takes, and it's way outside, and Joe draws the walk. That is the second walk given up by Hunter, and the other one was an intentional walk. This is on four pitches, and with that in mind, quickly, Williams goes back to the bullpen. Now, Vida Blue has been in that bullpen all through the series, but if we go to Cincinnati tomorrow, Blue will be the open pitcher. Hamilton is there now, and Raleigh Fingers has replaced Bob Locker as the right-hander in the open bullpen. Here's Bobby Tolan, 0 for 2, drove Hendrick, or rather Rudy, deep to the running track last time up. There goes Morgan running, and there's a drive to right field. It'll get in there. Morgan is on his way around second base to third base. A little over, and Morgan will score all the way from first base. Now they've got the man off first base that nobody is covering there because of Morgan running on the plan that is four to three. Coleman was able to take the long turn at first base as Morgan was running all the way. And with nobody there, he was able to get back in front of time. Now, last night, when Tolan doubled, Morgan was running on the pitch, and two runs were able to score on Bobby Tolan's double. Today, with Morgan running and Tolan swinging, he scores all the way from first on a single, and Dick Williams is coming out. He may have seen enough. Hunter looked pretty good at the top of this inning, getting Ulander and Rose with good pitches, although he was behind the batters. Then he quickly lost his control, and on four pitches walked Morgan. Stolen hit the first pitch he saw and lined a single to right. And it's four to three, and the Reds have crept back within a run again, and now they're saying, we want Raleigh Fingers to pitch to Johnny Bench. Bench walks back, and Fingers is going to come on in. 
has been caught at pitcher out. What's going through third inning? Has not allowed a run and only one hit. And he's a durable pitcher, too. That's the thing that's been so impressive. He's pitched in all five games, third day in a row. He had the two off days, as everybody did Monday and Tuesday. But Fingers is coming on for his fifth appearance in the World Series. And and an early spot in the game, Jim, for him, he's normally a late man. The hand is for Hunter. But Dick Williams walks him in in this situation because Johnny Bench is about it. Two man to get right here, trying to run his first base. The Reds, of course, able to pick up a run here in the set because of the speed of Joe Morgan. He walked immediately when him and Bobby Tolan singled normally. Morgan would have gone as far as third, and that's all, but he had a good jump. The ball died on the grass, and Lou had to come in and pick it up. And Tolan, despite being held to a single, picks up a run batted in with Morgan scoring all the way from first base. Well, if you like collecting things, why not try something with a sure payoff? United States Savings Bonds. You can buy bonds right now through the payroll savings plan. It's easy, it's painless, and it's sure. A few dollars out of each paycheck soon adds up to a lot. And along with your nest egg, you'll collect peace of mind. Start buying U.S. Savings Bonds now. Join payroll savings. Johnny Bench will be the batter. Bobby Tolan at first base. Two down, fifth inning. Here again, Jim Simpson. Johnny Bench, who left the uh, Major Leagues and home runs and RBIs, has neither in the World Series, and this is a spot for Bench and the Reds and their fans. And a 4-3 ball game in the top of the fifth inning. The first ball game, which we've had as many as seven runs. This is by far and away the most loosely pitched ball game of the series. Fingers, right-hander ready. Shares over, and there goes the runner, Dolan. Here's Dennis to throw down to second base, and he's in with the stolen base. The ball slips away, but Dolan has the throw beaten. And the tying run is now down at second base. The pitch was a strike to Bench. Four runs, just three hits. No errors for Oakland. Three runs, five hits. No errors for Cincinnati in the top of the fifth. They play Bench around to the left end very deep. Campanaris back at the edge of the grass at shortstop. Mando deep at third base. Here's the pitch. It's outside the breaking pitch. One ball, one strike. Consecutive games for Raleigh Fingers. And in seven postseason games, going back to the playoffs, he's allowed one run, five hits in ten innings that he has worked. Wilson remains busy. Fingers looks back, throws that sweeping pitch, and left the strike on the outside corner. Then Texas swing, and I don't believe that Bob Engel, the home plate umpire, is saying that you went around, but rather it caught the outside corner of the plate. Spencer down, one ball, two strikes. Fingers. Tying run, Tolan, very fast, out of second base, good lead off second base. Fingers nods his head, he's ready. Here's the pitch, foul, just off the end of the batter, Johnny Pat. Just did get a piece of it. One and two. Cincinnati got a run in the first, on Rose's home run. Tennis is three-run homer, got Oakland on top. Nobody scored in the third. He scored a run in the fourth, and Cincinnati's had added a run here in the fifth. It's four to three. One to the bench. Fingers looks at Dolan, comes back, and the bats are flying. Look out, and it's a foul ball. Went in front of the plate, but it hit the plate, and bench now must go over. Well, 
The Cincinnati bat boy runs all the way over to the Oakland dugout and gets the bat back from the Oakland bat boy and hands it to Ben. Back one fly. One ball, two strikes. Gets robbed. 
One out of the fifth inning and up comes Matty Alou. Grounded out and flying out in two trips. Alou's in a long world series. One for 15. Left-hand batter. Straight hitter. Outfield around third left. All to the plate inside ball one. Everybody in the infield is shallow. Mankey on the grass about 70 feet from the plate. Janey and Morgan halfway. Perez even with a bag of first. All back 1-0, and the pitch swung on a comebacker. All up with it, throws to first, two down. Julie the batter. Struck out in the first, hit by a pitch in the third. Pedro Bourbon with one inning. Charged with no runs, one hit, one walk, no strikeout. Jim McLaughlin has been charged with all four A's runs. Gene Tennis, a three-run homer in the second, and then McLaughlin walked Bando, and Bando scoring in the fourth. Joe Rudy, five for 16 in the World Series, right-hand hitter. Outfield is straight away. All to the plate, and Rudy chops a foul off to the left. One one. If we have a sex game, we'll be in Cincinnati tomorrow at 12.45, Eastern Daylight Time, game time, 1 o'clock. By the blue, the A's pitcher, Rock Wimsley for the red. Strike one pitch to Rudy. Breaking pitch missing inside. A slider, one and one. All very thin. They call him the blade. But he throws about as hard as anybody on the staff. Picks the Reds' first complete game this year. Came out of the bullpen to do it after the season was a month old. One one pitch, he blew it by him, swung on a mess, and it's one and two. Paul, one of the more valuable Reds this year because he was a short man, a middle man, a long man, and every once in a while he made a start. Ten and one during the regular season. One two, he swung on a mess right three, got him on a slider, and down go the A's in the fifth inning. Oakland down one, two, three, and that's the first time that's happened since the first inning. At the end of five falls, Oakland four, Cincinnati three. Every Sunday evening at 610, SCN presents the biography of Burke Bacharach. I don't seek out to entertain either. I just seek to write melodies that are sort of memorable, keeping the people scared into their bloodstream. That's all I have decided for a composer. The Backrack Bio. Words and music from and about one of the most influential forces on the contemporary music scene today. Bert Backrack. A 12-chapter audio biography profiling the complete man from his youth to his present-day genius. I'm Mike Lawrence, and I'll be your host on The Backrack Profile.
Mike Epstein walked in the second. Grounded out on the 3-0 pitch in the third. Facing off for the first time, he takes the curve for a strike on the outside corner. On one. Epstein hitless in the World Series, 0 for 11. But he got on base and scored on Tennis' homer today in the second inning. Swings at the grounder on two hops to Perez's first. Waves Hall away. Makes the play unassisted. One first baseman gets the other, and Hall has sent down all four men he has faced. One out in the sixth inning. Here's Sal Mando. Fly deep to center in the second. Locked in the fourth. The A's team leader in RBIs this year at 77. Now the lightning looks for the strike on the outside corner. 0-1. Oakland, four runs, three hits. Cincinnati, three runs, five hits. In the sixth. All back to the plate. Bando grounds into the left side. Mickey short hops the ball in front of Cheney. Throws him out. Two down. Six winning. Five straight for Hall, and this figures to be Hall's last inning unless Cheney homers to lead off in the seventh. Hendricks matters. George Hendrick, an infield hit in the second. Sacrificed in the fourth. Right-hand batter takes the slider up and in ball one. Hendrick in the World Series, two for 14. Bases empty, two down in the sixth. 1-0 pitch on the way. Popped in the air and fouled round off to the left. It's playable. Dennis Mickey near the coaching box. Makes the catch to retire the side. So the pace of the game quickens as the A's go down 1-2-3 quickly in the sixth. And the Reds come up in the seventh with the score. Oakland 4, Cincinnati 3. Good old Harry. What a host. When Harry throws a party, nobody goes for it. Here, let me freshen up that drink. Good old Harry is such a great host. How come Bill and Jean are going to go to terrible fun? I want to go home right now. I don't care. I want to go home right now. How come Bob had a little trouble driving? Everybody who felt so good last night feels so bad this morning. Maybe good old Harry is not such a great host after all. Maybe good old Harry is a pusher, a neighborhood pusher. Harry pushes alcohol. So if you serve alcohol, please don't be a pusher. And if you're a guest, don't let good old Harry or anyone else push you into drinking more than you want. A public service message from this station and the National Institute on Alcohol Abuse and Alcoholism. Alcoholism. Ball one. In the bullpen for the Reds, Clay Carroll and Wayne Simpson. 
Concepcion is out on deck to bat for Tommy Hall. Here's a 1-0 pitch on the way. He chopped the foul. One and one. Outfield is deep and around to it right. Bando is even with the back of third. One one pitch on the way. Off speed pitch outside. Ball two. Two one. Fingers appearing in every game in the World Series. Came on today in the fifth inning in relief of Hunter. He struck out bench. Has a side down one, two, three in the sixth. Working on food, leading off in the seventh. Two one pitch on the way. Missing ball three. Three and one. Gray is in the red dugout and has a batting helmet on. He could come up to bat for Hall next with Concepcion is on deck. Hayes fouls it back three and two. Fingers lined and the three two pitch on the way. It's swung on ground and slowly by the mound. Charged by Kubiak who short hops the wall. Throws to Lugan and gets him. One away. Out. And it looks like it'll be Concepcion to bat for Tommy Hall. It is as the red shortstop. The man who platoons with Daryl Cheney comes up to a pitch it with one out of the seventh inning. So it'll be Simpson or Carroll in the bottom of the seventh inning. Dave Concepcion, from Venezuela, two for five in the World Series. Right-hand batter waiting at the plate, takes a fastball for a strike on the outside corner. 0-1. Concepcion hit 2-0-9 this year, two home runs, 29 runs batted in. Fingers line, strike one pitch on the way. Breaking pitch in for a strike, 0-2. On deck is Pete Rose. Feet apart on the rubber. Takes the shot from tennis. Locks into his lineup and the strike two pitch on the way. Fastball just missing. Ball one. One and two. One out, nobody on. The one-two pitch on the way. Breaking ball, missing outside. Ball two. Two and two the count. Three hits and no errors for the A's. Three runs, five hits, and no errors for the Reds. Fingers with the sign into his lineup, and the two-two pitch on the way, missing inside ball three. So another full count. He goes three and two on Hague. Hague grounds out, and now Fingers three and two on Concepcion. And Raleigh calls time to tie his shoe. Shading Concepcion toward right. Bando close to the line of third. Egan close to the line of first. 3-2 on the way. Swung on, lifted in the air to center field. Hendrick has plenty of room. Starts to back up. Now lifts up a two and makes the gag. Steve Rose enters the game. One for a 15. Hit the first pitch of the game for a home run. Then singled in the third. Rounded out in the fifth. Today. 
or 18 in the World Series. Slick hitter. Batting left-handed, Rose waits at the plate. Fingers with a sign, delivers, and Rose takes his sign. Going one.
27th inning, Ted Kubiak. Hits for the first time in the game, switch hitter up left-handed. Dick Green started, Marquez hit for Green in the fourth and singles. Now Kubiak, for the first time in the game, takes a pitch outside, ball one. Kubiak, during the year, was 205. First time he's been up in the series. 1-0 pitch is tapped slowly left to the mound. Carroll falls down and he picks it up and has no play. Ray Carroll slipping on the grass, going down, and an easy out is turned into probably a base hit with the other scores. Ted Kubiak, an infield single. And Raleigh Fingers comes up. Up for the first time in the series, right hand batter. Singer six for 19 during the regular season with one home run, two runs batted in. Mankey ready to charge in the third. Fingers around the front, lays one down in front of the plate. Sanchez throws the first in time, sacrificed work as Kubiak goes to second. They go two for Morgan covering. Bench to Morgan. Kubiak now at second, and with two down, up comes the first camp in Five play by Bench Minky charging in, and momentary confusion when it looked like Bench was going to let Minky take it and vice versa, but then Bench picked it up and threw out fingers at first with Morgan covering. for three. Three for 18 in the World Series. Right-hand batter. Mickey, even with a bag of third. Six on the way, breaking ball over for a strike. On one. Carroll making his fourth appearance in five games. Campanaris pops it up in foul ground, back towards the screen. Ben giving chase, has no play. And the count is going two. Now Lou is on back. When the Reds bat in the eighth inning against Fingers, it'll be the two, three, and four hitters. Morgan, Tolan, and Bench. Oakland leading four and three. The Reds took the lead in the first inning. Rose Homer, the A's back with three in the second. The Reds with one in the fourth. The A's with one in the fourth. The Reds one in the fifth. If you're scoring, Carroll hitting in the eighth spot. Concepcion staying in the game at shortstop. And Concepcion hitting in the ninth spot. Carroll set. Strike two pitch on the way. Called strike three. Got him on a fast ball on the inside corner, and the inning is over. The Campanera strikes out. The A's go down in the seventh inning. No run, one hit. Kubiak left with second. And at the end of seven balls, open four, Cincinnati three. On the early frontier, distances were great, winters were long, and you could count on your neighbors to help you. Today, things are different. And when you need help, where is the neighbor you can really count on? Who pitches in when there's a catastrophe? Who gets the word to a young serviceman that his daughter has just been born? Who makes sure there's blood when it's needed? Who teaches blind kids to swim? 
who does all those things that most other folks never seem to have time for. Well, one neighbor, close by, your Red Cross volunteer. Now, maybe you haven't got a lot of hours to get to the American Red Cross every month, but think, where do you fit in? Neighbor, neighbor. Have you heard about the party coming up in November? The Democrats, Republicans, and Independents are throwing the party. And you're invited. They're calling it the general election. Price of admission, one vote. Your voting officer has your application, a federal postcard application for voting. And he can answer your other questions, too. Now all you have to decide is who you want to receive that vote. Along with Al Michaels, Jim Simpson back in Oakland, California at the Cincinnati 8th. In a one-run ball game, it is never over until the final out. One can always try it, but when you look down the lineup and considering how hard Cinders is on right-handers, this should be their inning. Morgan, Tolan, and Ben. Joe Morgan, the batter, leading off. Luck to Bunt takes the pitch up by ball one. One and no the count. Joe Morgan, grabbed it out in the first, popped out in the third, locked in the fifth. He is 0 for 15 in the World Series. Fingers, lines, and the 1-0 pitch on the way. Morgan takes five, ball two. Activity in the eighth bullpen, right-hander Bob Locker and left-hander Dave Hamilton. In the red pen, Wayne Simpson. Fingers ready, back to the plate, 2-0. Morgan takes the strike, good one. Fingers came on in the fifth. He's faced seven men, retired them all. He struck out two. The right-hander ready, and the 2-1 to Morgan is a high ball three. Three and one to count. Bobby Tolan waiting on deck. Four runs, four hits, and no errors for the A's. Three runs, five hits, and no errors for the Reds. Top, you're skating Morgan towards left. 3-1 pitch on the way. Ready inside, ball four. And so the Reds have a tying run on base. Morgan leads off with a walk. And I would have to say he is almost a cinch to go. Bobby Tolan, the batter. Morgan was going the last time he walked in the fifth inning. And because of it, the Reds picked up a run. Tolan singled the right center, and Morgan, because he was going, was able to score all the way from first on the single. Conference at the mound, Campaneros, Mando, Tennis, and Fingers. Bobby Tolan popped out in the first, slide out in the third, singled in the fifth. Now Campaneros leaves the meeting, and Dick Williams takes his spot in the World Series. The American League rule prevailing. Only four people can be at the mound at any one time. So Williams makes uh, one of his frequent appearances at the mound to talk about the possible month by Tobin, perhaps, just what he'll be doing as far as Morgan is concerned. Holding Joe close if they can. Morgan's second in the league. During the regular season in stolen bases to Lou Brock. Morgan a big lead at first, held on by Hegan. Mandel in on the grass at third. Tolan waiting, his fingers come set at the belt. A glance at first and a throw to first base, driving Morgan back. Morgan with one steal in the World Series. 
big gap in right center in the outfield. Another throw to first base, and Morgan back in on his stomach. Nolan waiting at the plate with Johnny Bench, who up next. Another throw, three in a row to first base. The A's have Pekin at first, Kubiak at second, Campanaris at short, Bando at third. Rudy in left, Hendrick in center, Alou in right. Fingers throws to first base again. Morgan back in on his stomach once more, so he's gone over there four straight times. Open leading, 4-3. Grimsley hustling down to the red fan. Pitch on the way, a pitch out, nothing doing. Ball one, one and oh. Grimsley's supposed to be tomorrow's starter. But Sparky Anderson's going to have Grimsley start heating up in the red bullpen. Don't worry about tomorrow, later. Here's a one oh. There goes Morgan. The pitch is a strike to go. Not in time. He has it stolen. And so the tying run. He's at second base. Nolan bluffing a bunt, letting it go by. The pitch in for a strike, and Morgan stealing second base. His second stolen base in the World Series, and it puts the tying run in scoring position with nobody out. The count one and one on Tolan. Campanaris playing close to the runner as Morgan takes a short lead from second. Here's the stretch, and the pitch to Tolan around the bunny misses for a strike. One and two. Tolan out of the box. Adjusts his helmet. Climbs back in. Stands well up in the box. Holds the bat high. Fingers on the rubber. Checks with tennis. Morgan a short lead at second. Fingers set. One-two pitch to Tolan. Bobby at the line drive. Face it in the right center field. Joe Morgan around third and a loose pitch. down. The run scores. Tolan goes to second. So the Reds tie the game and the go-ahead runners at second with nobody out. Bobby Tolan with two strikes, a base hit to right field. Joe Morgan coming in to score. Alou slipped and fell down, and the ball rolled behind him, and Tolan goes to second. Johnny Bench will be the batter as the Reds tie the game. It is Cincinnati 4, Oakland 4 in the eighth inning. It's a single and an error charge to Alou. First error in the game. One and one. Bench the batter. He's 0 for 3, facing fingers for the second time. Raleigh to the plate, bench punts, and it is, let's see, it's either a foul ball or batter's interference. They call it a foul ball, and here comes Dick Williams. Bench punting, and he wants the first base umpire, Haller, brought in for his observation on the play. Engel says, no, it's simply a foul ball. Bench, had he touched the ball in fair territory, would have been out on batter's interference. Williams looking for markings before he heads back, puts up a mile deep, and then heads back to the dugout. So it's simply a strike in the count is 0-1. Mandel very deep at third, and Bench trying to punt his way on. At worst, trying to get Tolan over the third with Perez on deck. 0-1 the count. Fingers set. A glance at second, and the pitch bench brings and misses. 0-2. Grimsley and Simpson in the bullpen for the Reds. Locker and Hamilton in the A's pen. Tolan at second. Nobody out. Fingers is set. 
Here's a strike two pitch on the way. Ben swings, grounds it to Bando at third. He looks Nolan back, throws the first for the out. One away. So they get Ben Johnny is now all for four today. And up comes Tony Perez, who doubled in the second, grounded out in the fourth, grounded out in the sixth. Cincinnati, four runs, six hits, and no errors. Oakland, four runs, four hits, and one error. By far the most offensive production for either club in the World Series. We've had 3 2 2 1, 1 nothing, 3 2 last night. Today a slug set, 4 4. Fingers to the plate, Perez takes a breaking ball down low, ball one. Slider missing, 1 and 0. Oh. Perez is 8 for 17 in the series. Bobby told him to go ahead run at second. The next pitch to Perez is fouled back and the count is one and one. Menke is on deck. When the A's bat in the bottom of the eighth inning, they have their two, three, and four hitters, Alou, Rudy, and then Egan, who came on for Epstein in the seventh. Cincinnati four, Oakland four in the eighth. Fingers set. Check stolen. Back he comes, and Perez, a check swing, comes around and misses. One and two. Wicked flyers, breaking stuff to the right-hand batters. The Reds have been unable to do anything with it. The left-handed batters have been the ones who have done the damage off fingers. He's had the right-handers eating out of his hand. No pun intended. Fingers set. One-two pitch on the way. Stolen goes. The big strike swing to go to five. taking an almost perfect throw from tennis, a low throw, actually, that skipped just in front of his glove. He was able to dig it out and told him able to get in. On the call by the third base umpire, Honacek. Instant replay on TV might, uh, <laughs> might incur the wrath of a few Oakland fans, you might say. Looks like he had him. After arguing with Honachek, goes to the mound to talk to Fingers. Menke is the batter. Menke sacrificed in the second. Homer in the fourth struck out in the sixth. Two down. Bobby Tolman the third. A 4-4 tie. Eighth inning. Fingers set. And the pitch to Minky is one out and miss with Slider, 0 and 1. Outfield around toward left, infield back, except Mando at third. He's even with the bag. Fingers working out of a stretch. No winner short lead. And the pitch on the way, Minky is the play, 0 and 2. Geronimo on deck. Pitch on the way. Mickey swings, grounds his foul outside third. 
every single runs in the first, fourth, fifth, and here in the eighth. The A's with three in the second, one in the fourth. A four-four tie, two out, total in the third, eighth inning. Set. Looks at Tolan, back he comes, and the pitch just off the plate outside, ball one. One and two. The right-hander is set. Here's the one-two pitch on the way, swung on, pop foul, out of play, back of the plate. Minky is two for 15 in the World Series. He had 233 during the regular season, nine home runs. 50 runs batted in. Most productive month was August. Finger set, and the one-two pitch on the way is just swing foul. Mickey just getting a piece of wood. Fouling it off, staying alive, protecting the play with two strikes, one into the count. the game here in the eighth. Morgan walks to second, scored on a single by Tobin. Fingers ready again. One, two, pitch to make you. Scored on a next So the Reds tie the game and then Fingers sets the door with Tobin in second and nobody out. He gets Nate Perez and Menke and the Reds have to settle for one. One hit. One A's there. The run is earned. And one runner left on at the end of seven and a half, Cincinnati for Oakland for. Hey! Thank you. Stop picking up three. That tune disappeared. Not putting tomorrow together today. Do you feel you right in your head? You gotta go on, get out! You're the baby, you're the baby! Gotta be the baby, baby, baby! California with Al Michaels. This is Jim Simpson. This is the fifth game of the World Series. Oakland needs three games to one, and this is just like all the rest. Apparently, it will be decided by one run as the first four were. Al? The number two batter, Matty Alou, leads off and takes a strike in the bottom of the eighth inning. It'll be Alou, Rudy, and Hegan to face Clay Carroll, Ross Grimsley throwing in the Cincinnati bullpen. Carroll into his lineup and the strike one pitch on the way. is outside, ball one. One and one. So Carroll and Fingers, pitchers of record, just as it was last night. 1-1 one, one on the way, misses outside, fastball, spinning away, ball two, two and one. Alou 0 for 3, he is 1 for 16 in the series. 2-1 on the way, he's chopped on the ground, slowly right side, Perez falls down, puts the Carroll covering just in time. Confusion on the part of the Reds. Perez didn't know whether to go back to first to cover there and let Morgan or Carroll take it. 
or whether to go over and pick it up, he hesitated, then, con then continued on, and slipped and fell down, and from his stomach threw the cowl, a perfect throw, and plays right foot on the bag just ahead, and Alou going in, one away. More guys fall down on the grass in this series, but that's understandable because of all the rain the field took, including the rain out we had on Tuesday night. That was the 10th straight day of rain in the Bay Area. So it's still slippery. It's muddy. Rudy is the batter. Struck out in the first. Tipped by a pitch in the third. Struck out in the fifth. Over for two today. Five for 17 in the World Series. Right hand batter with a very close stance. He takes outside ball one. For one of the very few times today, there's no activity in either bullpen at the moment. Let's four, A's four. One out and the base is empty. The next pitch for strike, and they got even. One and one. On deck is Mike Egan. Carroll locks to his motion, back to the plate, slider slung on and missed, one and two. When the Reds come up in the ninth, they are due to send up Geronimo, the seven hitter, then Carroll, who is batting in the eighth spot, and Concepcion hitting in the ninth spot. Jack Billingham starts to throw in the bullpen for the Reds. One, two on the way, missing outside, two and two. Billingham due to be the starter if we go to game seven on Sunday. The two-shooter Rudy, breaking pitch is very high in the air to left center field. It's deep and very playable. Rose is there, calling, makes the catch. Two down in the eighth inning. Rudy getting good work, but just getting under it a bit. Mike Keegan. Up for the first time in the game. Went in defensively for Epstein in the seventh inning. Epstein was 0 for 2 today and 0 for 12 in the series. Mike Keegan hit 3.29 during the year. Had one home run, five runs out of that. Left-handed batter. Carroll first pitch misses low ball one. Keegan is 0 for 3 in the World Series. Two out, bases empty, game tied of the eighth. Carroll back to the plate, in for a strike, one and one. Born in Clanton, Alabama, makes his home in Bradenton, Florida. Rocks to his motion, deals 1-1, breaking pitch, grounded for his second, fielded by Morgan as he ranges to his right, throws, not in time. Keegan beats it out. So the A's have the go-ahead run on base with two down as Mike Keegan beats out an infield roller. Very close play at first base. And over the batter. Dallas slide out, walk, grounded out. Over two. And those three for 17 in a series. Good power. Outfield around third left. Mickey will back at third as Carroll deals the fastball up high. Ball one. One and oh. Cincinnati four. Oakland four. Two down. Keegan at first base in the eighth. Carroll set a glance at the runner and a pitch on the way is lined in the center field for a big hit. Mike Keegan around second on his way to third and the throw comes into Morgan in second. 
Yeah, in the last of the eighth inning. But Egan over at third base, and it was Stevie Hustle that allowed him to beat out his infielder. Yep, Mando last the single left field. Egan going on to third base, and the two out is now Grimsley coming in. And of course, Oakland leading three games to one. So they win this, the 4 4 tie now, it's all over. And the 7 8 9 batters are coming up to the ninth. So right now, it's all even. But Grimsley scheduled to pitch tomorrow. Today. And what a spot they put him in. Angel Mondral, pinch hitter, the 246 during the regular season, five home runs, 32 runs, and there. Ross Grinsley, second appearance in the series, started Sunday's game worth five innings, gave up two runs, six hits. Egan at third, Bando first, two down, game tied in the eighth. Grinsley set and delivers the pitch up five ball one, one and oh. Team tennis on deck. Jack Billingham throwing in the red pen. No activity in the ace pen. Outfield is shade to his right. Minky even with a bag of third. Jimsy back to the plate. First strike in the county event. One and one. Each club now is six hits. Six and zero for the Reds. Four six and one for the A's. Lindsley Atterbell checks the runner. Deals one. Water pick is grounded to Morgan at second. Joe Upperly throws the first and the side retires. So Lindsley gets the job done. Montreal grounds out and the A's lead the go-ahead run to third. No runs, two hits, two runners left. The Reds come up with the night with the score: Cincinnati four, Oakland four. The choice is yours. You can't change the world. Geronimo, a single to right, 
Ross Grimsley is now coming up, starts to come up. McRae is coming out of the dugout. And let's see if Grimsley will bat and then McRae for Concepcion or whether McRae will come up for Grimsley. They're going to let Grimsley hit, and McRae is down on deck. So Grimsley obviously up there to bunt. Left-hand batter waiting. And already to start. Grimsley punched in the air and fingers. What? What's it drop? Throws the first and it pulls. Kubiak on first base. They get the out though, but down the second goes Geronimo. So fingers thought he'd be cute and get perhaps a double play, and it cost him. He almost threw the ball away. Kubiak a great play to lunge and grab it, and then tag Grimsley going by. Geronimo hung out to drive between first and second, was able to get to second. So it looks like a break for the A's turns into a break for the Reds. Play goes 1-4, and the Reds have the go-ahead run at second. Now, let's see. Will it be Concepcion? Yep. He's going to come up and bat for himself. He's sitting in the nine spot. Rose will then be on deck. A's get busy in the bullpen again. Left-hander Dave Hamilton, who's been up and throwing about 30 times in the World Series but has yet to appear, and right-hander Bob Locker. Dave Concepcion, slide out as a pinch hitter in the seventh inning. Right-hand batter, two for six in the series. Pitch on the way, is way outside, and backhanded by tennis ball one. Geronimo at second base, one out of the ninth inning. When the A's bat in the bottom of the ninth, they're going to send up tennis, Kubiak, and fingers. Raleigh back to the plate outside, and the count goes to two and nothing. Bando goes to the mound. Fingers normally a short man in relief. He's pitched in every game. This is the third day in a row he's pitched. Dick Williams will go to the mound. Tennis and Bando joining the conference with fingers. I don't think there's any question now that he has lost his stuff. I think it's the question of, hey, Raleigh, calm down. You know you made a bad move there. You had the man at second. You had an easy play at first. You barely did get the man at first. You sacrificed Mung Bush in an odd way. Just calm down. Take it easy. It's true and all. You're facing right-handed bat. Williams back to the dugout. Concepcion after checking with Grammis. Waiting at the plate. Fingers is set, a glance at second, and the 2 0 pitch on the way is grounded foul outside third. Two and one. The Reds and the A's in game five. Oakland leading three games to one. The Reds trying to stay alive. Crowd today, 49,410. Third day in a row, same pitcher. Here's the 2 1 pitch on the way. Swung on a ground ball, fielded by Bando to third, but he drops it, then picks it up, throws in the third. Egan comes off first. Concepcion is safe and falls down. Geronimo has to stop and remain at second base. And the Reds have two on with one out. Bando short hops the ball, then juggled it. It rolled behind him. He recovered through low in the dirt. And Egan had to come off the bag, his foot off first base as Concepcion went by. They will give Bando an error. E5. The Reds have runners in first and second with one out and Pete Rose the batter. He's homered, single, grounded out, slide out. Mando in shallow third. Rose switch hitter batting left-handed. Fingers to the plate and Rose takes low and inside. Ball one. One and oh. 
great airline drama going on right now. The Reds know they're going back to Cincinnati, and the Reds fans know they're going back, but nobody else in this park covering the World Series knows where they're going tonight. 1-0 pitch on the way is up high, ball two. 350 media representatives, most of whom are planning to go back to Cincinnati for game six, but they don't know where they're going until this one's over, including Jim Simpson. The stretch, here's the 2-0 to low as Pete Springs lifts his foul, back of third, second deck out of play. Two and one. Today, facing Hunter, hit the first pitch of the game for a home run. Then tennis, a three-run homer in the second. Reds battling from behind. Coffee A's in the A's. Pitch to Rose. He chops the foul, and the count is two and two. On deck is Morgan. Geronimo at second. Concepcion at first. One out in the ninth inning. Reds four. Oakland four. Hamilton and Locker. In the A stand, nobody in the red stand. Singer checking the stretch. The 2-2 pitch to Rose is a line drive, base hit in the center field. On both charges, Geronimo around third, coming home, he scores. Down to third, Concepcion Rose dives into second, and the Reds have the lead. Pete Rose, a single to center, one run batted in. Geronimo scores, Concepcion the third, and Rose the second on the throw. It is five to four, Cincinnati. So Pete Rose picks up his third head of the game. He entered the game, runs for 15. Dick Williams goes to the mound. Morgan will be the batter. He has the left-hander Hamilton in the bullpen, and Hamilton will come on to the Reds. On the brink of extinction in the 72 series in the eighth inning, tied in the ninth inning, takes the lead in his five to four Cincinnati. And Dave Hamilton, who has been up and throwing in every game at least twice, finally gets to appear in the World Series. Well, I tell you, when they come to mark against the uh, Oakland A's, should they lose this ball game? It all started with Geronimo let off with a first pitch line drive single to right. But then when he was trying to be punted along by the pitcher of Grimsley, the ball was popped up in the air. Now what Fingers tried to do was to let it hit in front of him and go to second and then come back to first. He let it hit second, but Geronimo had not reached second, nor was anywhere close. They still could have thrown to second. But Fingers elected instead to throw to first base. And it was just in time there, but the sacrifice bump that Grimsley set out to execute did work after all, in rather bizarre fashion. And then when Bando had a problem and threw low and drew Egan off the first base back, that's what men at the first and second, of course, and then, of course, Rose has come on, and he has driven in another run here, and he is three for five today, and Pete Rose, who had a little rough going, one for 15 before today, has had a three base hits today, including a home run, in five times of that. And, uh, the other two times, it was a good fine play by Capitas at shortstop to get him in the fifth, and he drove Rudy very deep in the seventh. The Rose has really been between the bat, as the Reds have been between near extension, extens extension, help me, <laughs> they would be extinct in the 1972 World Series. Our three games to one, the infield comes in, and uh, we can remember that in yesterday's ball game, 
The Cincinnati Reds came up with two in the eighth inning, but lo and behold, in the bottom of the ninth, the A's came up with two runs. So we don't know what's going to happen, but at this moment, the Reds have a leg on everybody going back to Cincinnati in answer to your question about where does the meeting go. Joe Morgan coming up to face Hamilton. Hamilton appearing for the first time in the series. He was 6-6 six six with a 2.94 earned run average during the regular season, which he started at Iowa in the American Association. Infield is in. Squeeze is a possibility. Concepcion down the line from third and Rose off second. And the pitch on the way to Morgan is very high. A fastball missing. One and all. Again, when the A's come up in the bottom of the ninth, tennis, Kubiak, and the pitcher spot. They've already used Marquez, Mincher, and Manguela's pinch hitters. Hamilton back to the plate. Up five, ball two, two and oh. On deck is Bobby Tolan. Joe Morgan is hitless in the World Series, but he's been a key man today. His speed has paid off twice. He's walked twice and scored twice. Here's the 2 on the way. Morgan swings. It's a high pop-up in the air to shallow right. A little coming in. Waiting in medium depth right field. Makes the catch. Here comes Concepcion. Here's the throw. He is Holly Hall. Double play. Tagging up on a medium depth fly ball to right field and cut down at home nine to two on a double play to take the Reds out of the inning after they take the lead. Cincinnati settled for one run, two hits. There was one error, one runner left on. The Oakland A's come up in the bottom of the ninth with the score: Cincinnati five, Oakland four. <laughs> Yes, it is a small, small world. But that doesn't change the fact that over one billion children live in underdeveloped countries. These children are hungry, diseased, poverty-stricken, and have a small chance for education. With the help of UNICEF, the United Nations Children Fund, these children can be given a chance. The Canal Zone Elementary Schools are giving each of their students a pamphlet on UNICEF at their personal collection box. The children take these boxes home for their families' contributions they may wish to make. On Halloween Day, the boxes are returned to the schools. The nickels and dimes donated will be changed to building, medical, and school supplies, along with other necessary equipment. True, it is a small, small world, but you can help to make it better. Give generously to UNICEF. <laughs> leads in games, three games to one. Ross Grimsley, left-hander warming up, can hold on. We go back to Cincinnati for game number six tomorrow afternoon. And of course, there will be a change in the pitching plan to Sparky Anderson, who had intended to start Grimsley. Ida Blue will start tomorrow, if needed, for the man who has been something else again for Oakland. Four home runs in this World Series. Two in the first game, one last night. A three-run homer in this game, Dean Tennant. He's off the ninth inning for the Oakland A's. They fail five to four. Here's out. Gene Tennis, homer to the second, drew an intentional walk in the fourth, grounded out of the seventh, takes a fastball up high, ball one. The Reds, five runs, eight hits and no errors. Open, four runs, six hits and two errors. Kubiak on deck, then the pitcher's spot. Grimsley back to the plate, fastball outside, ball two, two and no. 
Jack Billingham in the red bullpen. Kenneth out of the box, checking with Irv Norton, third base coach. Red outfield deep and around toward left. Menke driving the line to third. Grimsley winds. Two all pitch on the way. Tennis takes five, ball three. Three and no. into his lineup and the 3-0 pitch on the way. A strike on the outside corner. 3-1 count. The Reds tying the game in the eighth, taking the lead in the ninth, trying to hold on. Grimsley into his lineup and the 3-1 pitch on the way. It's high, ball four. So the A's have the tying run on base and the winning run at the plate. Kubiak is coming up and Dave Duncan has come out on deck. Switch hitter. Did a little chopper back to the mound with Carroll fielded in the seventh, then Carroll slipped and fell, and Kubiak beat it out for a hit. Good bunker. Minky in on the grass at third. Kubiak around the bunt, misses first strike. 0 and 1. Duncan waiting next. After Duncan, then Campanaris. He's trying to get tennis to second base. Gene off to his lead at first. Del Perez. Grimsley set. Back of the plate. He comes. Kubiak runs in the air. And Perez makes the catch. He's one away. So Kubiak, normally a good buster, cannot deliver this time. And Dave Duncan comes up for the first time in the series. And you talk about a forgotten man. Here's a fellow who started the season as the number one catcher. Gene Tennis then took over because... He had the hot bat, and of course, tennis is becoming a national hero in this World Series. But keep in mind, Dave Duncan, 19 homers, 59 runs batted in. Sparky Anderson is going to the mound. He has Jack Billingham in the bullpen. Duncan is a right-handed batter. And Anderson wants the thinkerball specialist who performed so brilliantly the other night against the A's. So... I don't know who's going to pitch for the Reds tomorrow if we have a sixth game. Might be Jim Simpson. <laughs> now, Billingham, normally a starter, did relieve five times during the regular season. Now, Grimsley, normally a starter, did relieve a couple of times during the regular season. And we have seen now tomorrow's pitchers, as Alice said, and Sunday's list of pitchers come to the plate. Tying one is on at base in the first, in the last of the ninth inning. You always look to the winning run at home plate because it would be all over. Cincinnati would have no more chances to score in 1972. As of this moment, though, the edge is in the favor of the Reds, who lead it 5-4 to four with one out, the tying run at first base, and Duncan, a right-handed pitcher, drew up, walking back now to talk to Camp Harris. Remember, Billingham did so well. They're going to have another runner, Lou Moon Olin, he was a pinch runner last night in scored around, and he was a pinch hitter 28 times, a pinch runner 28 times during the regular season. Very fast at first base. Duncan has talked to Camp and Harris. Billingham is completing his warm-ups in his 5-4 ball game, the fifth being played in brilliant sunshine in Oakland, California. Billingham had quite a game here. Down two games to none as they were. He worked better than eight innings, gave up just three hits, struck out seven, walked three, left in the ninth inning, 
was just superb on Wednesday night. He continues to warm with Johnny Bench. And now, clear umpire Bob Engel says that's all. So here comes Dave Duncan with one out in the ninth. And Blue Moon Odom on at first base. Dave Duncan coming up, 19 home runs this year at 218. Not only is Parky Anderson used tomorrow's schedule pitcher, Sunday's schedule pitcher, but yesterday's pitcher, Don Gullett, is going in the bullpen right now. Locker in the ace pad. It is 5-4 to four Cincinnati. Bill Odom, the pinch runner, the tying run at first. The winning run, Duncan at the plate. Right-hand batter, Billingham is set and delivers, and it's down low, ball one. Campanaris on back. Odom at first base, held on by Perez. The outfield is deep and around toward left, Mickey guards the line at third. Billingham set, back he comes, and the pitch is strike. A catch swing, it's over anyway, at the knees, one and one. If there is a sixth game tomorrow in Cincinnati, airtime at 12.45 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. Billingham at the bell. Seals 1-1. One, one. Breaking gets the line drive. It's a fair ball. Oh, no. 
Malcolm tries to take up, and he's thrown out at home. As Joe Morgan makes the catch and foul ground. So the play goes F, 4, 2, and the game ends on a double play. And boy, will they be second-guessing everything that happened in the ninth inning today. The big play by Fingers. Now Odom tags the third. I don't know whether Norrin sent him home or whether he came home on his own, but he is thrown out. Joe Morgan made a fine play in foul territory to make the catch and then spun around and was able to throw home in time to nail the runner. Morgan slipped as he got the throw away, but still a strike to bench, and Odom cut down as he slid into home. So the game ends on a double play, 4-2, and the Reds in a thriller beat the A's. So this, of course, has been a great World Series, all one-run games. The Reds stay alive. We go back to Cincinnati tomorrow. Final score today is the Reds 5 and the Oakland A's 4.